Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? It is an early morning for me today. Um, I was gone for the weekend, and I'm one day behind on my podcast, so I got stayed up late last night to get it ready, and now I'm going to record it early this morning. So anyway, I hope you're all having a great week and a great day, and we're going to just jump right into this chapter in A Happy, happy Pocketful of Money by David Cameron Chikandi, and this chapter is called Being the first cause of the beginning, and really this is a very interesting chapter. Um, a friend that I have been doing this work with really feels that this idea is of the essence. It's the most important thing, and she's always talking about how being and having state is so important, and so I think you're going to find this chapter quite interesting and maybe something you haven't heard before or thought of if you haven't done this work. So let's just jump right in. So he starts out by saying, being is a state, like being happy. You cannot explain a state, nor can you do a state. You can only be a state. You cannot do happiness. You can only be in happiness or be happy. Creation works like this. Being causes thinking, which causes speaking, which causes doing, which puts in place the system to receive and experience what you created in your being and thinking. Being is the very first cause. So he says, let's break this down step by step. Being causes thinking. So when you're happy, you will think happy thoughts. Thoughts spring from being. In other words, thoughts are sponsored by being. In fact, nothing happens without being. Happy conditions do not make you happy. Being happy causes happy conditions. He says, do not try to get happiness. Be happy, see? You can either try to do things that make you happy or you can instantly decide to be happy. Just make a decision. You've done this before at other times in your life. Everyone has at one time or another said, you know what? I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm going to be happy and stop worrying about this. Which is easier? Trying to do something to be, trying to do things to be something, or just being that something instantly and letting that state of being allow you to do things being consistent, to do things consistent with it. Of course, it's easier to be happy than trying to get happy. And this is the same with wealth. Be wealth and everything will follow automatically. As long as you're always at moments be being wealth, just be it. So I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. So it's just so interesting because I think this is the key to the chapter is what I just went through, is that you just choose to be it. Like in your mind, you say, I am. I'm, I'm going to be this. And um, he talks a lot about wealth in this chapter, but he equally talks about happiness. So you just tell yourself that's what you are. 
And as I was processing these thoughts, I realized that I know that I don't, I don't do this enough. I say the opposite, that I'm just not good enough or I can't do it, you know, or whatever. But we just have to say, I am this. And we just have to feel it. So one of, I don't know if I've ever done a podcast on feeling is the secret, but there's a whole, um, I think it's a book and called feeling is the secret. And really you have to feel that way before you become those things. You just have to feel it and you tell yourself, you just begin, start telling yourself, I'm this, I'm that, I can do this. Um, he says, the fastest way to create is simply to be right now, whatever you wish to create. Then do not negate it by thought. Don't think about it. Just be. All your thoughts, words, and actions after that should be of the new state you choose to be. If you're not wealthy and you wish to become wealthy, just decide right now to be wealthy from this moment on from now. Don't think about it. Just choose to be it. From then on, all your thoughts, words, and actions should be of yourself as a wealthy person. In ultimate reality, this is not a lie to you. You are actually all things anyway, even though you may be experiencing small sections of the all. By choosing to be something else, you cause your environment and circumstances to shift to experience the new state. Um, in my church, we have a song called, called I Am a Child of God. And you, you're just saying that's what you are. You are, you come from God. You are that. If you come from God, you can be anything that you want to be. So you have to just decide you are that thing and tell yourself that you are and be it. And I, he says it's easier said than done, and I think it's true. I think so often we just choose not to do it. That's why his, um, um, in his chapters, in his book, I am wealth, I am abundance, I am joy. You tell yourself that. He says, change your being to a wealthy one. Do so by deciding right now and knowing it to be so with certainty against any evidence to the contrary in your physical world, which he says is an illusion anyway. Do it with certainty and clarity and keep hold of that state of being, whatever it is you want to be. He says not many can pull this off because they doubt it's true, but we all have the capability to do this. Simply declare knowingly and certainly, I am. So I thought through this a lot. Some of the things that I want. I want to be happy. Um, I want to believe that I'm strong and healthy and that I'm a, I'm a good weight. You know, I weigh what I want to weigh. Um, I want to believe that I'm a great spouse and a great mom. Um, I want to believe that I have a lot of confidence in myself. Um, especially in my home life, I feel a lot more confident in my professional life than I do in my home life sometimes. 
And so I, I, I just want to be confident. Um, I want to be a great pickleball player. I know a lot of you, you kind of know me from the podcast. I want to be a great piano player. I want to be focused. I want to have good posture. So all of these things, I know these are the things that I want, but I don't say it. I don't say I am. I go to the pickleball courts, let's say, and I just hope that I'm going to um, play good today. I, I say to myself, you, you can do this, you know, but I, I don't say I am a great pickleball player. I come on the court. Sometimes I'll say, there's different levels, 3-0, The higher you go, the better you are. And sometimes I say, oh, should I play in the 4-0? Am I just 3-5? Maybe I shouldn't play in the 4-0. You say things like that to yourself. When I go down to sit down at the piano, so many times I say, I'm older. I have so much more challenge to overcome. Sometimes with posture, I'm trying to improve my posture and I'll say to myself, I'm tired. I get tired of holding up my posture. I get tired. I need a break. My body, my back gets tired, you know? And so, you know, I, when I want to be focused in everything that I do in the piano and playing piano in pickleball in, in reading, I tell myself I have ADHD. I can't focus. You know, so I combat all these things that I want with the thoughts that I have of not doing it. So really, I wonder if I should just, and then also I can't overwhelm myself and just be all of these. So really what I need to do is pick one this week and say, I am that, you know, I am. And I talk to, I know that on the pickleball court, people say that I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm better than I am. I'm better than I act like I am. People will say to me, you, you don't act confident in yourself. And so really, I just, I'm going to play pickleball today after work today. I need to just go there and say, I am a really good pickleball player and say that. And when I sit down to practice piano, I am a pianist, you know, and really believe it. So this is what he's saying. And I'm just trying to kind of show you with the things that I do, how I, how I combat those thoughts, how I don't do it because I tell myself all these other things instead of just being, just being that I just am that. And I think it's easier said than done, but we just don't do it. So he says, this is kind of interesting. Whatever you see physically is created in a sequence from and of and by the source of all, which is God. So everything that is here is created um, through God. So um, he, he kind of explains this in a, in a complex way, and then he breaks it down to a more simple. He says, if you will look around, and he's going to talk about money here. If you look around and you see that you're broke, you don't have money. You look at your bank account. You look at, you know, your house, your 
or you look at whatever it is, your body, you want to be um, stronger, you want to have be not be overweight, whatever it is, and you look at the physical evidence of that. And then you keep and you keep looking at that physical evidence and you keep thinking thoughts of those things like I am overweight or I'm broke or I'm not a good piano player. Let's say when I play the piano, I see myself not learning the song as fast as I want. And so I keep looking at those physical evidences or I lose a pickleball match. So I see the physical evidences of, of I'm just not that. He says the key is to never look at the physical and let that dictate to you that that, that is who you are. You are not your conditions. You're not those things. You cause them. So who being something causes you to lose in a pickleball game or causes you to not focus on, you know, being a better piano player or losing your concentration or not having focus. You cause that by looking at those conditions. He says the correct thing to do if you are broke is simply to choose the greatest vision of yourself, a vision of wealth, and keep that state of being, those thoughts of wealth, steady and ever-present. Act as if you are wealthy, no matter what your physical world looks like, no matter what's happening around you, act as though you are that, no matter how impoverished your physical world may seem. This will turn around the physical to match your thoughts and state of being. Always remember the physical follows the spiritual and the mental. It is the design of the universe. If we could really believe that, see that, know that, know that. Um, it's funny because I, I don't worry so much about the money. Um, I kind of let my husband do that, which maybe is good or bad because I don't really worry about it and I don't stress about it. So I just feel like, well, we've got the money. And I, I just kind of feel like, yeah, I can just go spend what I want. And honestly, I feel like I have, this is where I'm stronger because I just let somebody else worry about it. You know, everything else I kind of take in and I worry about, which he says over and over, don't worry, just be right. And so I see this happening, even though I'm certainly not I wouldn't call myself a millionaire or anything like that, but I do feel like I just have the money that I need. If I want to go get something, I can just go get it. Really, if I want to do something, I can just pretty much go do it. But um, I'm not out there wanting to go to on a trip every day either. I just don't really want to, right? And so everything that I do want to do, I can do. I can sign up for whatever pickleball event I want or... I can spend the gas money to go see my kids as often as I want, which is, you know, one to two hours away um, in travel in one way, going one direction. And so I just don't worry about that. So I feel like almost I am that and it happens. So 
I really believe that this is true. It's just a matter of practicing and believing in it. He says, your state, how you feel about yourself, your being, your I am declarations is the fastest way to acquire anything. Wealth, happiness, um, you know, focus, great posture, weight, anything that you want. It's the fastest way that you change your life is to change your state, is to decide to change your state. You just decide, simple, you just decide that's what I am. You make that decision and you can do it now. It's like being unhappy and simply deciding that you're tired of being unhappy. So you just decide to be happy. Everyone has done this before. Now do it with wealth. And it, one of my favorite quotes, Abraham Lincoln, you're just, most folks are about as happy as they decide to be. He says that most folks are about as happy as they decide to be. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. Really internalize those words. Don't just hear them, internalize them and start saying what it is that you want to be. Expect to experience massive success. It's the key. Expect it. Always maintain that state of knowing that you have and experience abundance. Expectations like these, knowing at this level, cause attraction and remove repulsion. This is extremely important. Expect massive success. Know yourself to be powerful. Um, I, I just like to give you an example of myself because I just had another thought come to me that um, I tell myself all the time, oh, there's no way we have this in my church. We have um, like where you could go and be the, the piano player for the little kids in this, in the, we call it primary. And you could go and be a piano player for the primary. And sometimes I say to myself, oh, I just never could do that because I'm not a good enough piano player. Like, I mean, I just, I just keep thinking of all these thoughts that I say to myself over and over again that limit my abilities, right? Expect to experience massive success. And then he says, try it. Commit to waking up one day at a time, one thing at a time one experience at a time, combining yourself with the I am present tense thought and visualization. It's an amazing speed boost for achieving your desires. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. What you are, so is your world. Everything in the universe is resolved into your own inward experience. Whatever you create inward is what is going to happen in your world. It matters little what is around you, for it's all a reflection of your own state of consciousness. So he says, it doesn't matter what your conditions are, your scenarios. You can be all these things that you want to be. It just matters what you are inside and this is um, a quote from James Allen. So I, sh 
I should, I'm going to go back and repeat it because this is James Allen quote, James Allen's quote, which is for, which he wrote as a man thinketh, right? What you are, so is your world. So James Allen supports these thoughts. Everything in the universe, this is him again, is resolved into your own inward experience. It matters little what is without or outside the physical things that you can see. For it's all a reflection of your own state of consciousness. It matters everything what you are within. For everything without, which is, I just keep adding and helping explain the quote. Everything without is everything that you see. The physical reality will be mirrored and colored accordingly. James Allen. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. He says, Jakandi now, back to Jakandi. He says, act with certainty. And he says, the hardest part of wealth acquisition or happiness or sport acquisition or anything that you want to come is the taming of your own mind, a thing that is totally within your control. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. It is correctly said, he says, that success is something you attract by the person that you become. So it's that you become is a state of being. So you don't actually become it until you be it. Become is a form of the word be. And you just, in your mind, you just say, I am that, right? He says, being is isness, is, I-S-N-E-S-S. Being is isness. It just is. Being is something you choose to be right now, not later, but now. So this is why living in the now is so important. This chapter is so powerful because it brings it all together. It brings everything we've talked about together. When you, he says, when you start thinking about it, you destroy it. You destroy it. Just be it. Let yourself feel it. Just be it. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. He says, research has shown that about 90% of our thoughts are repetitive. And oh, that is so true on the things that I keep telling myself. Um, you should be, or he says, most of the thoughts are worries about the future or memories of the past. And it's unnecessary. The only real moment is now. He said, you should be a watcher, not a thinker. Watch your mind. Observe the things outside of you. Start observing your thoughts as well. Work on how you feel. This whole process is a feeling. It's a feeling. You start living in the, in the present instead of reliving the past or anticipating the imaginary future. Your tensions fall away and your success blooms. You know, I've talked about this before, being an empty nester. And, it, you know, it's sad to me. I loved having my kids around, having 
all this action going on in the world, but I've got to stop that, right? Because I'm reliving the past. Hey, I can create a great future even, or I can create, I should say, I can create a great now, even with my kids who don't live with me anymore, right? Which is what I did last night. That's why I didn't get the podcast recorded because I was away with my kids. Um, and honestly, every one of my kids, I, I had some experience with yesterday, all of them. So he says, bring forth experiences, new experiences into the moment of now and to work with things in your moment of now, not five minutes from now, but right now you will start to notice that in the moment of now, you never have any problems. You have events, but not problems. Problems exist in your mind and in your thoughts. As events, they are just things that happen and change as soon as they happen. This next line I think is so powerful because it's so true. You know that you have never failed to get through the moment of now. Isn't that true? We've never failed to get through now successfully. We all do it. We get through it. And I'm going to, this, he, I think this is interesting. He says in his book, he says, even death, the ultimate fear for so many people is not a problem. Those who know what death really is also know that it is not a problem. Hence, they do not fear it. And I think religion comes in there to some too. Because I know people that believe that there's life after death see death as more of a stepping stone. It is sad. It is hard. But, um, and you know, I don't want to take away from anybody who's going through something like that. But that's what he says. Nothing in now is a problem. You are designed to execute now perfectly. And remember, the future does not exist. The future's in your mind. But I'm going to add that you create your future with your mind. And we've talked about this. And I think these things are just, they just come to light in this chapter. I am wealth, I am abundance, I am joy. Your thoughts, words, and deeds reflect your awareness and your consciousness, your being. Change your being and you change your world. You can change your being in two ways. One way is simply to choose now, to be, to choose now. To be what you wish to be and hold that intention. Another way is to act as if you were what you choose to be. Act as that state. Then speak as if you are that state. Then think as if you are that state. Sooner or later, your being will follow suit. And I tried to give a lot of examples of me, how I don't do it. And so... I can see from recording this podcast, even from recording the podcast after I read this stuff and now recording it this morning, I just feel it so much more strongly that I need to do this. 
Today, I am going to go play pickleball, and I am going to say, I am going to be, not even say, I am a good pickleball player. I'm a great pickleball player, and I'm going to go there with that state. And he he said from a man, someone said, named A.L. Kitzelman, the words I am are potent, or if you don't know that word, powerful words. Be careful what you hitch them to. The thing that you are claiming has a way of reaching back and claiming you. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. Go out there and create your life by design. Be who you want to be. Be focused. Be confident. Be more Be all of the things that you want in your life. Be them. Say it to yourself. Be it. Feel it. And you will become it. I believe it so wholeheartedly. And honestly, from the very beginning of this chapter, the very first thing he said is that God helps you to become these things. It is part of God's plan. And I truly believe that this is how we create and that God creates through us. And so we just need to be it. Be it. Go out there. Do it. Everybody have a great two weeks. This podcast is powerful. See you, everybody.